The Soccer's Our Football Podcast. It's two Americans who watch soccer just as much as the average American watches football. Look, we know the NFL is king in the U.S., and we're not trying to say soccer is better than the NFL. All we're trying to say is, it's better than baseball. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned fan or just looking to get into the game. If you're looking for mediocre and highly biased opinions about the sport you love, the Soccer's Your Football Podcast is the pod for you. It's the Soccer is Our Football Podcast. Story. Liverpool fan and FIFA 13 expert, James Galandino. Girl soccer coach extraordinaire and gunner from another mother, Trayvor Curry. Let's take it to the pitch. Welcome back. This is the Soccer Football Podcast. I'm Jurgen Klopp's illegitimate son, James Galandino. As always, I'm joined with my co-host and Varsenal's number one supporter. Please welcome back to the pod, Trevor Kiri. We did it again. Varsenal did it again. Starting things off uh, a little different this week. Um, instead of hating on baseball, we're going to first off uh, apologize for last week. Um, we had some technical difficulties in regards to releasing our episode for last week. So, unfortunately, we didn't have one. When we had one, you just didn't get to hear it. And that sucks. And believe me, we're more pissed than you are because we actually had to do work. So Yeah, I was mad because we actually did it. We just couldn't put it up. Yeah, but I do have a small surprise, but we'll get to that. Uh, but we will start off with some fan questions and comments. We're going to answer some of those to kick off the episode. How fun. Uh, first one is coming in. And it's saying, what's up with Brighton's manager leaving mid-season? I didn't know managers are allowed to do that. Did you know managers can leave mid-season, Trevor? Yeah, I did. Uh, what I didn't know is that it wasn't as common in other sports. Yeah, you're right. And that's something I never really thought about. Just because, I mean, I mean, since I started watching soccer, just it's just always been a thing. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and you will have coaches switch teams in other sports like uh, NFL, NBA. I don't know what happens in baseball. But, yeah, it's usually after the season's over. Like, you never – like the Cowboys, for instance, we can't go poach Bill Belichick right now away from the Patriots. Oh, okay. You know, and bring him over midseason. Try to win a Super Bowl for Dallas. So the, 
the only part of it that I'm, uh, I, I have no clue about with the soccer thing, and I, I hate admitting this, is I, what's keeping... I mean, the coach is under contract. So what's keeping the club saying, no, you can't leave? Like, why, why, was, why, did, the, why did Brighton not just be like, no, you're under contract. Like, you can't leave. Uh, I think they could have. Because, I mean, like you said, they are under contract. But, I mean, at this point, if you have a manager who doesn't want to be there, like, do you really want to keep him around? No, yeah, yeah, I get it as far as... No, yeah, I get it I get it as far as that goes. But the, the other thing, though, is, like, if they're under contract, did Chelsea pay... Did Chelsea pay Brighton money to, to, to get the manager? Yeah, I'm not 100%, but I'm... I would assume they would have to buy it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was probably a buy. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense then. Yeah. Because there's no way in hell Brighton's like, okay, yeah, we'll pay the rest of your salary. You go <laughs> yeah, ahead. Yeah, here you go. We'll make some more money. <laughs> you, you did good, Graham. We like you. Yeah. Go, yeah that's not what Go happened. be in the Champions League. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's what happens. Pretty much managers are kind of treated like players, honestly, Um, in the world of greater world of soccer yeah so yeah if the coach wants to leave to make more money he can do it today right today. now uh the other one is in regards to cristiano ronaldo um apparently this person didn't know cristiano ronaldo played in the english premier league uh i don't know what to say to that i feel like we talk about cristiano ronaldo quite a bit on this pod yeah, I I also thought that we talked about him a lot. I guess I don't know if the words I thought they did. I'm not just I'm not going to say this 100, percent but I thought the words that Cristiano Ronaldo on Man U and then being in the EPL was like I'm sure we said that at some point in time. <laughs> so that's what I thought too. But I figured we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll clear it up right now. Cristiano Ronaldo. If you don't know who he is, uh. World-class player. Some would even say the greatest of all time. Um, he's Portuguese. He's about 37 right now. He's just an incredible athlete. Really cares about soccer a lot. Uh, dedicates his life to being good at it. And he plays for Manchester United right now. He came last year, right? Yeah, he came yes. back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no, he did technically... You know, he's played for Mania before, back in the day, whenever he was first making a name for himself. Um, and then he, of course, went to Spain. And I'd say he's mostly associated with Real Madrid. Like, when you yeah. think Cristiano Ronaldo, I picture him in a Real Madrid jersey. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, but he's he's a phenomenal player. He's just kind of old now, but he's still really good in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, he's usually compared to Lionel Messi, um, who's a Argentinian forward, and there's just a non-ending, never-ending debate on which player is better. Yeah, I'm wondering, Trevor, uh, who do you think is better for the for the well, record? If you had to pick one. Okay, yeah. Just to answer that question is Ronaldo, in my opinion. And again, they're very, 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 very close. Like I, whenever I say that, I'm not saying like. Like anyone saying Messi's the best player in the world, like absolutely, like sure, I I can agree with you. In my opinion, Ronaldo is more of an attacking threat on the field. Um, 
where Messi's more of like a distributor. He does score and stuff like that a lot. Like he scores a lot, but Messi is like, I don't know. Ronaldo has that drive. Like he always shows up in big games. He, I mean, he's the leading scorer in the world. He has the most Champions League goals. Like he holds most of the records. I know Messi has a lot of records too, but like I said, I don't know, just on that one aspect. Like I'm an attacking, I'm more of an attacking player and I just think that Ronaldo is that cutthroat like player. So... Yeah, um, if I had to pick, I mean, like you said, if you pick Messi to be the best, uh, you're wrong, but I could see where you're coming from. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to go with Ronaldo. I mean, like you said, as far as Rod, just straight up skills, they're probably the same. The difference is, to me, Ronaldo is just more of a specimen. Like he's just naturally a more athletic person. And so when you pair that superior athleticism with all the talent, I mean, you just, it's just a better, just a better player. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like, like, well, the, and the thing is, so there's a couple things that kind of make prove the point to me about Ronaldo and Messi is look at the goals that Messi scores versus the goals that Ronaldo scores. Like Messi is all ball work on his feet, which Ronaldo is also, but Everything comes from his feet. He's getting around players, and he's just slotting it around. You know, he doesn't really have lots of powerful shot goals and stuff like that. Ronaldo, bicycle kicks, headers like that. I don't know if you've ever seen the Ronaldo header challenge, where in a Champions League match he jumped higher than anyone ever. So they have this like stick, you know, like in the NFL Combine or whatever it is, where you jump and see how high you can you can jump and you try to hit the sticks off. Like you try to jump and see if you can get how high he can jump. And it's ridiculously insane. And just like the amount of different goals that you get from Ronaldo, where Messi's very like one, he's good at one really, really like one thing pr pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. And like you said, the other, the last thing is just the clutch factor. Um, Ronaldo seems to always step up in the biggest moments. Um, and then if you want to compare, compare the different, competitions Ronaldo's been in versus Messi. I mean, Messi's never played in the English Premier League. So, I mean, I'm sure he would do fine. He would do fine, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, well, he would suck. No, I'm not saying that. I'm sure he would be fine. But we haven't seen it. So, we can't 100% for certain say that he would be great because we have, we have yet to see it. We've seen Ronaldo right now at 37. He's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to take international into it as well, I mean, it's way harder to play uh, in Europe than it is to play in South America. I mean, that's just a stone cold fact. Yeah. And we've seen Ronaldo single handedly win. What was the what was the European Championship? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Messi's won one Cup of America as well. But I mean, the degree of difficulty is. Just I don't know, it's just it's just way harder to win in Europe. So yeah, we'll see. And either has yet to win a World Cup, but um, I think that'll change here um, in a couple months. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> um, there is a second part of this question. I don't know if this is going to drag on too long, but the second part of the question was he know you know he he knew who Ronaldo was because of Ronaldo. You know, he's just like one of the, like Ronaldo, Messi, David Beckham, like just these big names. Um. But and so he's wondering, like, he's hearing from us that Ronaldo's on the bench and why. I'm going to try to make this as fast as I can, but 
the truth is like you look at Tom Brady like Tom Brady's the anomaly in the NFL right now right would you agree with that like he's just like the never dying player James right yeah so okay yeah so so that like they were trying to compare kind of Brady and Ronaldo but the thing is like in soccer you can't just sub somebody in and out you know once they're subbed they're off, they're off the field and you can't you can't take up an entire position for just one player. Like, Ronaldo's good at what he does. He's very good at one specific thing now where it's scoring, where it used to be, like, overall. Now he's old. So my big thing, what I was saying is, like, if you're going to start Ronaldo, that means you're you're holding one entire position up with just this guy. So it's way harder to do that in soccer than in other sports. I guess. <laughs> just to sum up what he just said. He's old, so... He's old. That's why he's yeah, not playing. He's as old. Much. <laughs> yeah, he's old. He's just not as good as he used to be. He's he's still really good at one thing, but as far as an overall player, he's not he's not in the top tier anymore. Yes, I'd say he's more like a. I'd compare him more to like an aging running back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like he can't be the workhorse anymore. He can just do one specific thing. Like he's a goal line back. He's Got there yeah. to score the touchdown. There you go. Perfect. Problem solved. Case closed. Ronaldo's the best. We all know it. <laughs> and now you do too. Like I said, we lost our episode from last week, but we still have the fast recap that Trayborn made. <laughs> so we're going to go and we're going to play that one. And then we're going to play right. this week's back-to-back recaps coming at you right now. Get hyped. Let's do it. This is worse for me, honestly, because now they're gonna, now they have something to compare mine against. <laughs> pretty fair, pretty furious. Note the pretty recap, y'all. As always, we're using this song as parody, so don't even try to sue us, boy. Parody law. Ronaldo getting subbed into the second half. Ronaldo, what you gonna do? When to one? Crystal Palace playing home against Leeds. CP, what you gonna do? When to one? Leicester going up, one to zero. Bournemouth, what you gonna do? Win to one. Nottingham playing Villa for relegation. What you gonna do? Tie one one. Captain America making us proud again. Helping Chelsea get that three to zero win. West Ham actually winning two in a row. Fulham got backstage tickets to the show. Arsenal, Liverpool making it controversial. Handballs, PKs, what's new these days? Erling Haaland got that beautiful one flow. It seems like every time he shoots, it goes in the goal. Man City showing up, getting four in a row. Some dead thing forgetting to get off the bus back home you go. Speaking of buses, Tottenham seem to have parked theirs on the field. Only after one goal, is this for real? Newcastle scoring half of double digits. Who would have thought getting a rich owner would help out a lot? That was some fire tracks by Traymor. Now let's take it to John May. See what he's got in store for y'all. Pretty fast. Pretty furious. Note the pretty. Recap for y'all. 
As always, we're using this song as parody, so don't even try to sue us, boy. Parody law. Ain't got VAR to beat the lead. Gunners, what you going to do? Delay the, the game. game. You got all of the possession. The 21 shot. Right and what you going to do? Lose the game. game. You're in 11th place with no CBs. What the Reds going to do? Win the game. Foden gets himself a goal, but it's overturned. What City fans going to do? Still complain. He's a guy who trapped. Tracks not controversial. These pasty city players can't funk with Virgil. This is double donuts for CP and Leicester. Same for Man U, thanks to Litton's had us. The Blues score two goals and they beat the villains. Pull a stitch, doesn't play, just on the bench chilling. The Roman B mouth, written points is nice. Same with the Hammers, thanks to Declan Rice. Wolves get out the bottom three, it's a sign of relief. We still need a PK to chop down them trees. Now let's make fun of every time to not have. Shots distant for the bottom half, like it or not. Yeah, he fast, he furious. It's mash day 10. He fast, he fast. Recap for y'all, man. The game of the week. Um, I would say the current title favorites and Erling Holland, the unstoppable scoring machine. They invade Anfield to play the 11th place team in the EPL. And they come out with an L. What a bunch of losers. Couldn't even beat yeah. the 11th place team in the league. Wow. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, awesome game. Um, far exceeded my expectations. I was expecting kind of a blowout. I mean, all of, all of our predictions had Man City scoring three goals. Yeah, I almost wanted once I saw the lineup, I almost wanted to change to uh like a five to three. Yeah. I mean that just shows how a mastermind Klopp is though. Like he really is like tactically he just he knows how to compete. So Yeah, especially against Pep for some reason. Yeah. So that that's cool. Um but yeah, I'd say the coaching calls were the basis of this performance. Um I really liked how he moved Salah more uh, I would just say more infield so he's playing closer to the goal he's not he's playing as uh, wide as he usually does and then he puts Harvey Elliott pretty much where Mar- Mo Salah usually plays and that's good for two reasons because now Mo Salah he's getting more chances to score which I mean he's still Liverpool's best goal scorer um, and he just hasn't gotten a whole lot of opportunities lately just because they've been trying to play this different style where we're trying to feed Nunes and we'll get to him later. <laughs> um, you know, guys like Firmino, who Firmino has been fucking awesome this year. But um, still, you want guys like Salah to get these chances. Uh, and then furthermore, we got Elliot there and he's able to track back more. He's just a younger player. He's like 20. He's got those young legs. He's got a higher engine. And since we're not Relying on him to score goals, he doesn't. He's not going to get caught up field as much as Salah would. Um, so I thought that was awesome. Obviously, the standout was Joe Gomez, who played the game of his life, uh, blocking shots, going into tackles with intensity. Um, I was very excited in my pants watching him play. It was great. This went from six to midnight. Yeah, he he played fantastic, and I texted you this during the game, like. This was one of the first games I watched where y'all's defense actually looked like y'all wanted to play. Like, 
they were all stuck in. They were playing their hearts out. I mean, they they wanted this win. Um, other than like other than like small things though, real real fast. Um, do you think the ref had any controversial things? Like I know yeah, there was VARs, get... but I agreed with the VARs. Uh, sorry. Yeah, let, let's get to the call because I think the thing everybody's pretty much the turning point of the game is where Bowden gets a tap in goal. Not a tap in really, but no, he just shot it off of Allison and went in. So you you're from the way you said it, you've heard people complain about that call. I've heard people that are Man City fans or. Okay. I don't either know. Liverpool, yeah. either Liverpool haters or Man City fans complain about it. Okay, uh, just for everyone to kind of know what happened, Erling Holland, which every time we talk about Man City, you're going to hear his name because he's amazing. He's always involved. Erling Holland, uh, actually, you you know your players better. Was it Fernandinho? Oh, Who was uh, that, that he failed? failed. So he fouls Fabinho. Fabinho, I always say Fernandinho. Fabinho, yeah. So he grabbed. He went into like a 50-50 tackle with Fabinho, but he grabbed his shirt and pulled him, and it caused Fabinho to fall on the ground. And as a result of that, the ref did not call that. The ball kind of pops out, and it leads to the point in the time where Foden shoots the ball and scores. Um, and I will tell you, it was a little bit after, you know, the goal did happen a few seconds after the foul, so it's like it's not immediate. So they kind of had to go back and VAR a little bit further than you would have to. But to me, it's a cut-and-dry foul. I mean, he literally had a handful of jersey and he pulled him to the ground. Like how could anyone complain about that? Yeah. Um, I guess just cause it, since it happened so far back and like, well, why didn't you blow it, it yeah. back then? Like, it seems like the refs were trying to find an excuse for them not to score. Like I can see your point of view there, but here's my argument. First of all, ne- this whole sequence should have never happened because Liverpool should have been awarded a corner for Ederson's amazing save. See, I knew Salah. you had to bring that up. Yeah, that, you're right. That's just a missed call, though. You can't var that. Yeah, but I mean, like, you didn't. This should, the secret should never happen. First of all, okay, that's just point number one. Second of all, these fuckers were pulling down Liverpool players all goddamn day, and not a single one of the. It wasn't called a single time until VAR had a look at one and be like, "Oh yeah, I guess they are fouling." Liverpool players, like there's been there was at least three other times where it didn't get called at all. So y'all can stop bitching about that. Honestly, did you, did you see a foul? Do you know how many fouls there was in the in the in the game? Do you know how many? A lot. Yeah. There's one more. Why the other ones is play on, play on, play on, and this one not play on? I know the reason why we scored a goal. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anyone's complaining about it. I don't know what they're. I I would love to hear from them because I don't know what they're complaining about. Yeah, like no. it was within the sequence of the play. I mean, there's three things. It was within the sequence of the play. It wasn't like ten minutes before or anything. It happened right before the goal. It was a foul, and then VAR reviewed it, and then they they you know those were the three things. Like I don't understand. Yeah, and then you can also argue that Allison had the ball and. Holland kicked That's it out. That's number one thing. Before they before they were varring the actual foul, um, I thought that they were varring because of Allison because I thought he pounced on top of the ball and he kicked it out of his hands. Yeah. And yeah, so, that's what Klopp was saying too. He only watched uh, on on on, on VR, He only watched how Holland pulled Fabinho down, but Ali has the hand on the ball. 
in, in, in the next situation. If he doesn't, if he does with that, it's a goal. Unbelievable. But it was a clear foul that Ali has one hand on the ball. So this is that's the life we live. I don't, and, uh, it was just it, it was bad refing again. Second game in a row. Um, so much to the point where, where Klopp just got so pissed. Finally, like honestly, like this is the first time I literally yelled at my TV in I don't know how long. It's been years, and it's just like, these calls were so bad. And finally, Klopp, uh, my dad, um, you know, we have this uh, we have this kinship. You know, it's like we we can feel what each other's feeling. Um, and he finally gets pissed off and gets up in a rest space and like kind of gives him a little shove as he's walking by. And he gets a red. He gets sent off. Red card. Uh, if you didn't know, managers can get red cards. And yellows. But red cards. Yeah. And that was awesome. Because then after he got it, he flipped off. Uh, What's his name? Was it Anthony Taylor? Yeah, Anthony Taylor. Yeah. Flips him off. Goes out like a boss. It was awesome. I was so happy he did that. But it's not professional. You shouldn't do that. But honestly, they deserved it. Oh, Anthony Anthony Taylor is my least favorite referee in the in the league. He's so inconsistent. Yeah, I never really had a problem with him until this game. But it wasn't just him. It was the the lines judges and it was the whole oh, crew. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is the thing that's weird about um this is the weird thing about the EPL is I still I and I will stand by this. They have the best competition for soccer in the world. I don't care about any other leagues. I don't care who you are. The EPL has the best competition, but we have some of the worst refs. Like we we really truly only have one good ref in the league. <laughs> yeah, and he's been bought out recently. Yeah, I was saying he's and he's had a bad season. So, sum it up. I mean, Liverpool displayed better, in my opinion. I mean, they shut we shut down Kevin De Bruyne for the most part. Holland still had a few chances, couldn't capitalize on. I think he had three pretty good chances to score. Didn't get on any of them. Uh. Liverpool had a lot of opportunities too. I mean, that Ederson save would have easily been a tapping goal for Jota if Salah just would have passed it to him. But I'm not going to fault Mo because he usually scores on those. So, um, but if we want to look at the like multiple three on one breakaways where Nunez just refused to pass the ball to any of his teammates, uh, those would have easily led to opportunities that probably would have been goals as well. So, yeah, I think if you're a city supporter, um, I think you just got to accept that you lost a game. Yeah, I agree. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Liverpool have stopped the champions. Um, any other takeaways for this match, Trevor? No, I think we got to all of his. Good game overall. This is another one of those classic examples where a 1-0 game was really exciting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but let's move on to the team that's still in first place. Arsenal with a lights-out performance <laughs> uh, against Leeds. Um, so some technical difficulties... For Arsenal here in this game, what was what was happening with that situation? So, um, so going into the game, Leeds is I don't know why I, I've heard this several times on the on the internet. 
But Leeds' stadium is apparently currently the toughest stadium to play at. I don't know why again, but apparently that's the the stat going around. Um, so there's no, nothing worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. So um, the game is about to kick off. Uh, the game actually kicks off. It goes a minute in. Leeds gets a throw in, and all of a sudden the referee is like taking his headset off. So I'm thinking his headset's not working. And then he comes over to the fourth official. And I don't know if we've ever explained this, but in soccer, you have four officials. You have the center ref, the two line judges. We call them assistant referees. And then a fourth official. He's the guy that you see that does the substitutions and puts that board in the air whenever you have extra time and stuff like that. Um, but he came over to the fourth official and like was pointing to it. So normally this ha- this doesn't, it's not like super common, but it happens where they have to change up their headset. Well, apparently all electronics were down in Leeds. That's, VAR was down, goal line technology, the headsets were down, everything. So everyone was kind of complaining about it. Like, especially Arsenal fans were complaining, like, why do we need all that stuff? Like, he has a whistle, we have a ball, both the teams are on the field, like, let's play. But I will tell you right now, I am very glad that we didn't play without VAR. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, honestly, I think Leeds played a really good game. Um... If they don't miss a PK, maybe it's a different result. Bamford wide. They did miss it, and so that sucks. Um, the other thing from this game, I guess there was a red card that happened, and then it was rescinded. What was your thoughts on did you, uh, Gabriel getting his red card overturned? Well, I was going to say, did you watch VAR. the game or did you watch highlights? Uh, what time was this at 9 a.m.? Yeah, I was hungover. I didn't watch this game. I just watched the highlights. Yeah, okay. So uh, that's that's why I asked because I want to go over this real quickly. This is one of Arsenal's worst performances of the season. Uh, If we played this bad and were able to get three points, great. That's what winning teams do. And I'm not going to consider us a winning team yet, but these are the games that we would lose. We would be dropping points last season. Um, Number one, the penalty kick. Was a penalty kick. Like I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm complaining about the game. Penalty kick was a penalty kick. It had to be varred. He did not call it on the field. It got varred. Penalty kick. Um, yeah. A handball ba- finally gets ha- called on Arsenal. It was yeah, it was a handball. Uh, Bamford hits it wide right, and but this is the thing. This is where I'm really mad about this situation. Is before the penalty kick happened. One of their players received the ball in an offside position. It's been put everywhere. The guy is in an offside position, he, and he receives the ball. There's like two more passes until that cross comes in for the handball. But just the same thing happened with um, Liverpool. Like They had to go back a little bit further just to see that. So we're wondering, did they just not want to review that offside at all? Or because it was like, did they consider it a new sequence of play that they couldn't go back? to the offside. But so all the Arsenal fans are saying the ball never lies because literally this, the, the whole sequence shouldn't have been able to play. It was clear offside, whatever. So, but he missed the penalty kick. Then you go to the red card that you said. We are, is in the 93rd minute. We have six minutes of stoppage time, which I have no idea where, it's literally one to zero. There haven't been injuries. I don't know where six minutes came from. Um, and we've already been in a 36 minute delay because it took 36 minutes to get the electronics up and running. But, um, we're 93rd minute. The ball gets put over the top 
and Ramsdale, our goalkeeper, has the ball at his feet. So he's doing this thing where he's going to time waste. He's going to hold the ball at his feet, let their leads forward come up to him, and then pick the ball up. Um, Bamford <laughs> then proceeds to push Gabriel, who falls over, and then Gabriel throws his foot up in the air, like in an attempt to kick him, kind of. And then he gets red carded. And then VAR looks at it, and then instead of giving him a red card, they come back and give a foul to Bamford for pushing Gabriel. Um, yes, it was a foul on Bamford. I think it was stupid of Gabriel. Why even put yourself in this situation? Our goalie has the ball at his feet. He's about to time waste. He's going to fall on the ball after that. He's going to time waste 30, minute, 30 seconds to a minute. Like, just get out of the way. So I think it was just stupid of him. But no, I, I think the call was correct. The VAR review was correct. Yeah, and it would have been soft, but I mean, I mean, did he? I think he 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 did graze. Yep, yeah, he, did he graze he Bamford a, with his with his cleat. Yeah, he didn't make like contact like like you said. He did not. He didn't like kick into yeah. him. He did graze across his leg. Yep, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, he hit him as hard as Emerson Royale hit Martinelli to get that red card back a couple games ago, but <laughs> that's not true at all. Um. You know, whatever. James, James, watch that. Watch it again. You have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I, I did go watch it again. Yeah, I still stand by my opinion. You cannot. You're telling me that Gabriel hit Bamford as hard as Royal hit Martinez or Martinelli. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, you're wrong. You then yeah, just, you don't. Just then, then Bamford. Bamford's just not. Bamford just can't sell it as well because he's not Brazilian. You are watching a standard definition television. He should have. He should have got cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. You should get card off. Oh, speaking of card off, uh, breaking news. So Jota at the end of the Liverpool game got card off, and we all thought it was an elaborate hoax, uh, just to waste time. But he's actually getting scans on his knee and stuff right now. So yeah, whenever you said that, I was confused because he looked pretty injured. Yeah, but if you look at the play, like he got hit softer than Martinelli did. Um. And he got stretched off. I don't know. I don't know. It just it looked like a time waste thing. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe this maybe this is all part of the of the ruse. The ruse. Uh anyway. Arsenal gets the win and they're four points clear now, I think, of the four points clear of City. Pretty much all the highlights from the weekend. Uh, did you see Everton got no shots this week? No, I didn't. Playing Tottenham. Zero shots on goal the whole game. So uh, if you if you're listening to that stat and you're not you don't really know the significance of that, it's really hard to not get a single shot the whole game. That's I that's incredible to me. Okay, I just rewatched this again. If you're looking at this and telling me he grazed him, dude, I, I'm gonna send you this video. You're telling me he grazed him. He literally puts his studs in the bottom of his ankle. There's no way he, this is a graze. He literally he, he put his studs the side of his ankle. You have no idea. Which, hey, I'm not saying that didn't hurt because I mean, studs on your ankle hurts for sure. Okay, but, I'm gonna man. send this to you. I'm gonna send this to you, and you're gonna tell me he scrapes him. <laughs> I can't believe that you said that this is a scrape. Yeah, it scrapes. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Anyway. 
scrapes hurt and Everton are garbage. They lose 2 nothing to Tottenham. No shots. You shots. The Me and Trevor had more shots at the bar this weekend than <laughs> yeah. Everton, <laughs> than Everton you know, had I in a whole game. <laughs> I didn't um I didn't think Everton really stood a chance, but I was hoping it was gonna be one of those games where Tottenham comes in and they're like, you know, we're playing Everton and then they don't perform and then they tie. But that did not happen whatsoever. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. One team's gonna is a top four team, the other team is pushing not to be relegated. Bottom five. Yeah. So there you go. Uh any other any other things for the week? No. I mean other than Man U, they uh, tied Newcastle zero zero and Rashford missed an insane header that he should have scored, and then uh, Fred, Ronaldo's. You want to talk about Ronaldo's uh, high IQ kick. play? Which one? No, 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 the one where um, it's a free kick, and technically it was played back to the goalkeeper. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Ronaldo, using his high IQ, he just kind of slowly creeps up on the goalie and steals the ball and scores, and then gets a yellow for it. Yeah, I don't know what I think about it, man. I really don't. I mean, I don't think you should get a yellow for it. You know, if the ref wants to say, hey, no, I wasn't ready to resume play. I mean, you blew the whistle, and then the dude kicked the ball back to the goalie. So. Yeah, I guess. So what James is saying is that whenever the player kicked the ball back to the goalie, he's playing the ball in play, whereas... The goalie's making it seem that the ball's not in play. He's just passing the ball back to the spot where the penalty happened. But no, I agree. I mean, I agree with you. I could see it both ways. I just don't see a ref allowing that to go in ever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's funny if you don't want to allow it. But I mean, just to give him a yellow for that. Is kind yeah. Of yeah. Okay. It looked, it, actually, it looked for a second that he wasn't going to do it. Like it looked like at one second he put his hand in his pocket. And I was like, okay, he's getting a yellow. And then he took his hand out and he started thought he thought about it for a second. And then he gave him a yellow. So I think he was like kind of debating it himself. Like, He's I really like, don't know what to do about this. I really this. want to give him a yellow. <laughs> yeah, do I need to give Ronaldo a yellow? I'm just going to do it. Just, <laughs> just protest it and, and get it rescinded. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Yeah, 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 just get it rescinded. No problem. I feel there was a, a free kick was taken. Manchester United, they feel that once that ball arrived at Nick Pope's feet, it was, the game was live. All right, that's all for the week. So now it's time for... Match day prediction. Uh, if you're listening to the pod on Tuesday, when it releases, um, there are two games today for you to watch. But before we get to those, how did we do last week, Trevor? Well, since we didn't release a pod last week, I'll just do a real fast review of the last week's, the previous week's, but actually a really solid week for us. It was uh, me with nine points, James with 10 points, baseball Dan with 11, and my dad with 12. So um, high scoring week, you know. <laughs> but then the week before, so that this was like, this was the most recent games this last weekend. Um, me with six, James with three, baseball Dan, back to back 11 scores. And then my dad with five. So baseball Dan, I don't know what he's doing. Like he 
he claims to not know anything about soccer, but he like his scores like he has more di- double digit scores than us, uh, and he has taken the lead. He has surpassed me. So we now have baseball Dan with seventy nine points, me with seventy five, my dad with sixty seven, and then James is very close to us, uh, fifty six. <laughs> We need to tell uh, Baseball Dan to start sending us some Stone Cold picks so we can finally make some money. You know, wow. Why did we not think it? Yes, I'm glad you thought of that now. Uh, no, the thing the thing that really I've noticed about the, the league is if, if you can guess one game correct, like the score and everything, then you're pretty much set up to have a good week. Um, it's not really just getting the winner correct. It's You need to at least get one. And Baseball Dan has been going multiple weeks in a row where he's getting the correct scores exactly so way to go dan yeah way to go dan i was gonna say just because we're on the topic um this week there was supposed to be the game of the week has been postponed um arsenal versus man city the reason being i don't know if y'all remember the queen of england passed but uh we were supposed to have a Europa League game. So if you've heard of the Champions League, the Europa is the Champions League's little sister. Um, and it was supposed to be in London, but because they were having the Queen's funeral, they didn't think that they had enough security to cover the game. So we had to postpone our Europa League game. And then the Europa came out and said, hey, this game needs to be played before the weekend of the whatever 25th or whatever it is this weekend. So we had to go to the EPO and say, hey, can we postpone the City game so we can play our Europa game? So Arsenal Man City do not have a game this week in the EPL, or sorry, midweek for the EPL because Arsenal will be playing in the Europa League. That is why the postpone happened. Uh, quick side note. Have you seen the commercial they have for Europa League with Ramsdale in it? No. <laughs> is it terrible? It's such a lame... Dang it. It's such, a, it's such a lame commercial. Well, like the whole commercial's lame, <laughs> but then... Okay, so just a quick side note. So Europa League isn't a joke, but, I mean, you will be made fun it of is. if you're yeah. in the Europa League and not the Champions League. And so with this commercial, it's kind of... It's, really de- it's really demeaning to everybody who's in the competition because the, the song is so lame. I'll, I'll play the song. And then you got uh, Ramsdale talking about "We're back, baby." <laughs> okay, oh, dang. Like I can play like uh, Arsenal's back in the Europe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I'll start you so you can watch it. We're back, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you you. you I disagree with you. I think that it is a joke. I think the Europa League is a joke. <laughs> so, well, it's a joke. Well, it's a joke. But if you win, you get, we win real pl- prizes. So, nah, I guess you it's if bad. you win the Europa, if you win the Europa, I think you only get like two million euros or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think it's a lot. Uh, it's it's a yeah. I don't know. What See, it is, hey, but the only thing the is Arsenal has never won the Europa, so we need to drop down so we could get that trophy so we can say we've won everything but we haven't won the champions league either so <laughs> start small yeah start small and we will start off the week with brighton hosting Nottingham forest brighton's coming off a disappointing performance from the weekend but i think they bounced back here because they're playing nottingham 
Uh, I got them down for a 2-0 victory, Trevor. What do you got? I also have a 2-0 victory. Nice. Killing it already. Um, next up, Crystal Palace. Another team that disappointed me this week. And uh, helped contribute to uh, bad predictions for me. But they're back at home. They're playing the Wolves. Wolves still having trouble scoring goals from open play. I had a 2-1 victory. I kind of want to change that. Yeah, I'll stick with it. I got a 2-1 Palace. Man, I have 2-1 as well. But I want everyone to know that I've uh, several of these games I'm going against my strategy this week, which I don't like. But the, Crystal Palace is not highly favored in this game. Yeah, I know. Which doesn't... I don't... I don't Wolves' form is terrible. I don't. I don't know what Vegas is doing, but I'm going two one Palace. Moving on to Wednesday, we have got some more games for you. Uh, one thirty start times, Central Time, U.S. Uh, first off, we got Bournemouth, Southampton, two teams that are kind of meh. I think this game will be pretty meh. <laughs> Let's go with the one one draw. Yeah, Man. I could definitely see that going. I'm going a uh, two to one Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth! Look at them getting a dub. Uh, they are undefeated in their last five, so that's what I, I yeah. And they have two wins, right? They have two wins in the last five. Yeah, that's right. So good for you, Bournemouth. Uh, moving on, we've got Brentford Bees, and they're hosting Chelsea. Chelsea keeps surprising me. They keep winning when I think they're going to draw. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They've been playing pretty decent. I mean, not amazing. Just kind of solid, sticking to the plan, holding their shape, and getting results. Um, I just feel like they're due for a draw, so I'm going to go with the draw here. I got Brentford, Chelsea, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, I mean, I would love for that result to happen. Um. I just don't think Brentford has been playing very well this year. Not up to what I thought they could be playing. I'm going to a Chelsea 2-1 win. Yeah, I see that. Um, Newcastle is going to host Everton. Will Everton get a shot on goal this game? <laughs> I think so. I think that they... No, well, do I? No, actually, against Newcastle, really, that's a good That's a good question. I think Newcastle is going to win 2-0. to zero. But uh, that's a good question. Is Everton going to get a shot? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they may get a shot here, but I doubt they get a goal. I'll have a 1-0 victory for Newcastle. Okay. Newcastle. And capping off the 130 slot, Liverpool still at Anfield. They host the Hammers. Who? Uh, is Liverpool back after that? After that uh, inspiring win. I would say that's three performances in a row where Liverpool have actually looked good. I know Verge was super motivated going up against Holland. I know he wanted uh, to get more skins on the wall and be able to say that he shut down Holland for the second time in as many matches. Uh, so I hope he is, is motivated to shut him down or to shut West Ham down the same way. Just pretend Antonio is Holland, and we'll be all right. Let's go with the two nil victory here for Liverpool. Oh, okay, I'm going two to one. Uh, the only reason I'm giving West Ham one is 
I think Liverpool are going to be really tired. Like, I think they're going to be exhausted, so... And they picked up another injury, so... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, game of the midweek. Yeah, We got Man U and Cristiano Ronaldo. And they're playing Tottenham. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Tottenham, very similar to Chelsea. They're just better at scoring, in my opinion. I don't want to say boring soccer, but just very by the book. Let's hold their shape. Let's get the job done. Let's get a win. Uh, Man U is just kind of being Man U. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I hate to say it. I feel like Man U is going to win this game for some reason. I don't know why. But I don't think Ronaldo is going to start. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, I got a 2-1 victory for Man U. Man U, okay. Um, <clears throat> I, got, I have a 2-2 draw. I think Tottenham's going to come in. They're going to sit back like they always do. Man U's going to sit back because they don't want to be attacked against Sun or with Sun and Kane, and they're just going to. It's just going to be counterattack goals, two to two. Nobody's going to attack. No one's going to attack until they get like going to be breakaways on counterattack. Just breakaways. breakaways. That's it. All right, we will see. Uh, and finally, moving on to Thursday, two games before the weekend. Uh, one thirty start. Fulham, villains, villains are man. Can we y'all just win a game finally? Every time I pick them to win, they don't do it. Um, so of course I'm gonna keep doing that because that's what I'm into. Um, I got them winning two one here at Craven Cottage. But you have Vila winning two one. Okay, I have Fulham winning villains. two one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be a draw, but I don't know. I, just, I feel like the villains are due for a win, so I'm just going to keep picking them to win until they get yeah. it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and finally, capping things off, we have Lester, the Foxes. They welcome Leeds. They're not playing at Leeds, so yeah. you yeah. can expect the game to start at 2.15 and end when it's supposed to. <laughs> um, I heard they got great amenities at the King Power Stadium. Yeah, I think Leeds are playing good. Uh, Lester's at home. I don't know. I can see both teams getting a point here. So I'm going to go uh, Juan Juan draw. I have one to one for the same reason. Beautiful. All right, let's get to the part of the show where you can make some money. Last week. Did my parlay win? No, but it was really close. Like if Newcastle would have just scored a goal, we would have cashed in. Uh, what about you, Trevor? Did you win? I didn't. Oh yeah, because you pick you picked Man City to be a lock. What an idiot! Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't win money, but we're close. Uh, my also my my ten team parlay got ruined immediately on Friday, so that sucked. Could have won fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> if only. Oh well, uh, but I really like the picks I got this week. Let's hit it. 
So yeah, we don't have City or Arsenal to get Stone Cold on. So I'm going a little unorthodox here. Check it out. Um, I like Liverpool. So for the first time in a long time, I'm picking them to win a game. Minus 225. Minus 225 at West Ham. Let's do it. I'm also picking Brighton and Hove as a lot. Minus 250 against the Forest. Man, like I would really like to think that they're going to win this game. Like, come on. Just do it. And for my upset, in quotations, I really think this is an upset. I think this is a chance to take advantage here. I am taking Crystal Palace at home plus 120 to beat those wolves. $10 gets you $34.50. So about one to three odds. Nothing Not crazy. This is a solid parlay. Um, yeah. That's a good one. I really like my chances on this one. Really uh, like my chances. The only reason I don't like your chances is because you are a hundred percent on picking Liverpool in your parlays and them losing. That is true. You gonna give us some picks, Trey War? Oh no, I don't. I don't have any. I looked at all of them. I don't feel confident. If I had to pick um, the games, I would pick Chelsea. Um, I would pick my my parlay buster would be Crystal Palace. Do you, are you do you have um it up still? Can you see what this would be? Oh sure. All right, so who you got? You got uh I, I would pick Crystal Palace. Chelsea. I would pick Chelsea. And then let me think here. I get you know, I would pick Liverpool also. <laughs> Yeah, told you. That's a lock right there. You know, no, no. I want to take away wh whichever one gives me better odds: Liverpool or Newcastle. Who who has better odds? All right, say it again. Who has better odds: Liverpool or Newcastle to win? Uh, Newcastle. Okay, pick Newcastle. So I'd go Crystal Palace, Newcastle. And Chelsea. It's not letting me parlay. <clears throat> uh, it's not letting me parlay, but it looks like it's going to be like a one to four. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not a whole lot. Not a lot of crazy payout opportunity. The midweek. But maybe for the... We'll take our small winnings... From the midweek, and we'll put them in the weekend, and we'll get some crazy, some crazy returns. And we'll try to get baseball Dan to pick one for the weekend, so y'all can actually get some. Yeah, to yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> Plus five, so it's one to five odds. Nice. Yeah, well, still better. And I, I like that one too. I like that one too. Well. That does it for uh, the pod here. Any uh, advice for uh, the fans before we leave them? Yeah, there's no reason in watching this midweek because Arsenal and Man City don't play, so who cares? It's allergy season, so uh, don't forget to change your air filters. Um, it's about that time. Let's get it changed. Let's lower this electricity bill. 
Thank you for listening to the Soccer's a Football Podcast. Turn on the notification bell to be alerted every time a new episode is dropped. Follow Jamas Galandino on Instagram and Trayvon Curry on Arsenal Reddit forums. The Soccer's a Football Podcast, available on Spotify. And now, Amazon Music. All right, till next time. On the pod, probably Thursday. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, do the countdown. All right, three, two, one. Stop it.